You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us today for Simple Talk. We hope that you're having a great day today. My name is Jason Cox, of course, and I'm joined today by my good friend, Mr. Mark Schlomer. Hello, Jason. How oh, are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. It was a great sermon today. It was a Had great, a great sermon. Term, or a, a great morning. I didn't freeze to death coming into church today. It's a bit brisk out. It is brisk out. I I was... It it was so cold this morning. I got up before the sun came up. It was so cold this morning. I went outside. How cold was it? It was so cold. <laughs> I went outside, and I I literally didn't have to scrape anything off my windows. I just it was like you could just blow the snow you know off of your windows and it would just dissipate. So it was nice not having to. Oh, you know. I hear you. So, yeah, no, it was a it was definitely a good a good morning, and I was glad to be in the warm church when I got here. Yep. So, so our scripture today is from Mark chapter one verse verses twenty nine through thirty nine, and it reads: As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother in law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone's looking for you! Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. That's a huge passage, right? How do we apply that to our lives? I think Dennis did a, a fine job of, of unpacking that for us and kind of giving us some structure to use that in our lives. So for sure. what's something that you pulled out of this sermon today that you thought, oh, man, I can apply that to my life? Um, several things from the sermon, I guess. One of the things that um, was thought-provoking out mm-hmm. of verse 34, when he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he, Jesus, was. Yeah. So... That uh, gave me a moment of pause. And do we let our demons speak to us? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the answer to that is yes, we I do. Yeah, we, we absolutely allow them to creep in. But mm-hmm. um, you know, we need to, you know, in our daily lives, and whether it's prayer or just how we go about our daily lives, we've got to make sure that. We let our demons, whatever they may be, mm-hmm. know that you know we've got Jesus in our hearts, so that they know um, uh, who He is, and via the Holy Spirit, won't let them talk. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that it's something that we have to be constantly aware of. Yeah, because they will creep in, man. I don't, Christian or not. There's those times when our anger gets the best of us or our emotions get the best of us or 
I mean, any number of things, right? But there, there's going to be one force or the other that's working inside of your heart. That's right, yeah. That's just the way that it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. So, um, you know, from the, from the sermon... Uh, and the theme of today's sermon was Jesus wins. Jesus and, wins. Amen. In fact, he does. Yes, he but, does. Um, and, you know, a couple of points that um, I thought were very good is, um, you know, we are, and it sounds cliche, but it is so, it's so true, but we are all winners because Jesus died for us. We are. I mean, he took defeat out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we win. Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> speaking of we win, right? Yeah. I, I agree with you totally. As Dennis was speaking today, I was thinking, what does it take for us to be winners through his achievements on the cross? Right. And I thought, anytime that you've got somebody that you want to that you want to ape or be be like or imitate right you live your life in the way that that person lived their lives so we got to put jesus in the center of our lives to be able to be winners right you know what i mean i do it's not you can't you can't pick up your bible and read and then not live it because that's keeping jesus outside the boundary of your life correct that's keeping him on the perimeter but not allowing him into the center where he's got to be when he's in the center, all of our actions reflect that Christ-likeness that's in the center of our lives. But if he's on the perimeter, he's just kind of, he's looking in, you know? Yeah, and to that end, he, he made uh, and I, uh, he made a great comment that echoes what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, you know, when we come to church, we leave church every Sunday with Jesus. Jesus goes goes home with us every Sunday. Yeah. But he also wants to come to work with us too. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by um, whether it's taking a moment to pray or as you talked about earlier, how we handle ourselves with challenging times in our work day, um, do we represent um, who the way Christ acted? Mm-hmm. Do we let him inside that prayer? Yeah. Yeah, Philippians 4.13, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. A part that people forget about that is that last part. I can do all things. Yeah, amen, praise the Lord. I can do all things. But you got to include that last part. That's right. (laughs) Through Christ who strengthens me. Not within my own power, but through his power. Yeah. Through his grace. Yeah. But that, I go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was, I was just going to say, like, but that begs the question, like, what can I trust Jesus with in my life? Are there any things that that are too big for Jesus out of, or out of the boundaries of spiritual intervention, if you will? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that we have a, we have a tendency to give some things to to Christ, but not everything. Like. I'll ask Jesus before I go to the grocery store. Is this does this grocery list look right? Is there anything that I'm missing? And I'll remember stuff. Stuff will pop into my head that I wouldn't have remembered that wasn't even on the forefront of my like. I, I really feel like as silly as it is, you really need to consult God about everything that you do. Let Him lead your life. Let Him lead your steps. Yeah, yeah, and the. <laughs> 
You're absolutely right. There. Well, t- I guess to answer your question up front, is there anything mm-hmm. that we shouldn't? And the answer is no. Yeah, no. I don't. I mean, to just turn it all over. Yeah. And you know, sometimes with, um, you know, as a parent, whether your kids oh. are young or whether you're teenagers, you yep. know, hey man. I need some help. Yeah. You know, if if the kids come to me with something or they they don't do something that I ask them to do, you know, I constantly ask, "Hey, help me keep things help me keep things in check uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to emotions and and things like that." God, should I whoop them? Should I, <laughs> should I whoop their butts? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, it but, I agree. But you know, so we give thing, we we ask for help in those needs. But then, mm-hmm. when the when it comes to those things that we really need a radical, um, you know, a radical or sometimes Dennis would say a new uh, supernatural intervention, mm-hmm. like not asking that, um, not uh, you know, not letting me eat a, uh, the extra Twinkie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll turn that all over to them. But do we do we one hundred percent not concede? Concede is uh, kind of admitting defeat, I guess. Mm-hmm. But do I mean do we truly give it all over? Their little tentacles I or don't, strings that I don't think that you know we give it at? all over without concentrating on giving it all over. Because the other part of that is once we give it up, we have to let go of it. And we don't like letting go of stuff. We Like you said, the tentacles, right? We want to yeah. keep a hold of those tentacles so that we feel like we're kind of in control a little bit and we're still pulling the strings a little bit. Yeah. But we once we give it to God, we have to let it go. And that's the second part of the that's equation. And that's point. it's so hard because yep. we're not... How do I give something over completely to the supernatural power that I can't... Feel, touch, smell, be in contact with physically. You know what I mean? Oh, it's absolutely. hard. It it's, is, and and that's the faith aspect. Yes, this is where faith comes in. Yeah, and that's what makes it all work. Because you'll find, not you, but you will find that if you give up a little bit of that, and you have a little bit of faith, faith, faith the size of a mustard seed. And you give that over to Christ and let him work with it, and then you see it, see him do his work, then you'll be able to give him something bigger. I'll I'll be able to give him this piece of paper then, and then this Bible, and then my life. You know what I mean? Right. But it's a process, wouldn't you say? It absolutely is a process. So a question for you, and I I already have my answer teed up. It's incredibly cliched. But when you think of taking that leap of faith, Mm -hmm. no tentacles, nothing, what comes to mind? And it can be any. Jesus wins. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, yours is a little bit more cliche no. than mine. No. Say, ask again. Ask it so again. I'm thinking. When, and first thing that pops to your okay. mind, when, it, when you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we're not playing word association. Oh, okay, yet. okay. Well, yeah, actually, we are. Okay. When you think of take the the phrase "taking a leap of faith," yeah, turning it all over, cutting those tentacles, what comes to mind? What do you visualize? Oh, what do you man. see? The first thing that I see is is, is hard. Um, True. Uh, for me, 
I know how hard of a time I've had at doing that and how long it's taken me to achieve that kind of faith. Yeah. Um, so, so for me, the first thing that comes to my mind is just hard and squidward for whatever reason, but, but hard, difficult, and then, and then squidward, SpongeBob. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of tentacles. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, no, sorry. I'm, hey, no, no. It, yeah. It's, I asked you whatever came to mind. That's what came Squidward. to mind. Squidward. For me, mm-hmm. being the incredible movie dork that I am, yeah. to me, it's uh, Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade mm-hmm. when Sean Connery's laying, you know, back and he's wounded and he's got to, uh, he's got to, uh, cross that bridge to the other side, and he oh, can't see. Oh yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Stepping out in faith. I mean, yeah. you talk about yep. literally mm-hmm. stepping out and not knowing what's there. Yeah, that to me, mm-hmm. taking that hundred percent sure. leap of faith. I don't know. That's yeah, kind of how I visualize it. No, and and who wants to trust God with the big things? It's one thing to trust him with a grocery list, or you know, make sure that my car doesn't break down on the way to work. Yeah, but you know. Give me peace while my loved one has cancer. That's not easy. Right. You know, it's it's in those difficult times that you really do you really do practice your faith, you know. Help me to not hurt this man. Help me practice my faith. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and it it's weird because I don't feel like it's it's necessarily something that we have power over. It's like it's like when I practice my faith that that's me asking God to give me to grace me with faith, you know? Yes. Because I can't get there without him. Oh. I mean, that's for sure. Jesus has to be a part of our entire life, not just a little single portion of it. Right, right. Something else that I I really wanted to talk about was the fact that, and Dennis touched on this, hurting people hurt other people. Yes. But healthy Christians serve others. Yes. It's almost like a credo, right? Yeah. Um, But hurting people do hurt other people and i think that there truly is healing found within the body of christ which is the his church right us we are the church um i think people can find healing there and then those those healed people turn into healthy christians and and serve others a lot of times people want to talk about christians as though they're hypocrites and people that hate other people and a bunch of bible thumping yeah the glass christian nazis you know i think that once people get past that that hate from whatever whatever causes it and can be part of the body of christ i think that's when they their eyes are really open to say you know these people aren't a bunch of hypocrites they're they're actually lovers of people lovers of christ absolutely and and even and I love when he started getting, um, when he started talking about that. And even just before it, he noted, and I think it plays into mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. When we forfeit our relationship with God, when we don't let him inside that mm-hmm. perimeter, then we sacrifice some of our happiness. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and man, I thought that absolutely. was so cool to think about that. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, it's true. Mm-hmm. If, if we... If we keep him out, mm-hmm. all those little things start creeping in, and then it affects, you know, if if we're working from home, we feel isolated and all that stuff, right? Yeah. 
But uh, going back to what you're saying um, is if if we can experience our own happiness mm-hmm. and we can influence others with that happiness and it was like hey what are they what are they what do they have I, that i don't yeah exactly yeah and so um i thought that was so true going back to the hurting people uh hurting others and it it's the and he tagged on to that that those that for whatever reason choose to hurt have never experienced the supernatural uh, gift of forgiveness from God. Yeah, and man. Yeah, it's all. It's an amazing gift. It is. It reminds me of that that old boy. There's an atheist. And he went up to this old farmer, and this farmer was a pastor. And he said, "You know what I don't like about you Christians?" He said, "You guys use your Christianity. Use that. You use that Bible for a crutch. You know, you use it any time that you need to pull it out and use it." And that that old farmer, he said, "I'm not that kind of Christian." He said, that Bible and my God is a full-blown life support system for me. He said, I couldn't take a step without Jesus, you know. And that's the, that's the truth. That's where the healing comes is when you incorporate God into all aspects of your life, not just the perimeter, yeah. you know. And you, you really try to, to follow the footsteps of Jesus in everything that you do. That's what makes you healthy, and that's what heals you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, great. Simple talk today, man. Absolutely. You got anything else to add before we sign off today? I think, uh, you know, closing out the theme today was mm-hmm. that Jesus wins. Jesus wins. And uh, we are absolutely free from defeat. Yeah. We really are. Yeah. And and I, I liked what you said up front uh, as you read the scripture in the service was that, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, you know, when when we know that people get or when we hear that people are sick mm-hmm. um, and they pass, you know, absolutely why why didn't why didn't Jesus save them? Mm-hmm. Well, your words are absolutely true. He did by calling them home. Mm-hmm. He set them free. They're no longer under the the defeat of a disease. Yeah, that's something I try to share with the youth often. Just to, just to plug it into their brains is that. When our eyes close and we take our final breath, it's not the end. Yeah. And God doesn't view death like we view death. It's not the end. It's the beginning of eternity. Yeah. And we'll get to see each other again in heaven. This yep. isn't the end. It's just the beginning of our new life. Very true. So, Very true. So have hope. Yep. Have hope. We're not defeated. No, God's grace and God's love is bigger than anything that we can encounter on this earth. And if we will just allow him into our lives and to guide our steps, we get to take part in that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody have a wonderful Sunday. Thanks uh, for joining us. Enjoy the, the big game. The big game. <laughs> <laughs> Today. Um, yeah, and we will see you next week. We look forward to seeing you next week and hope that you can join us. All right. See you later. You're listening to Simple Talk a podcast that dives into God's Word.